Did you hear all about the big moves the Vikings did on Wednesday? Me neither. Vikings signed a blocking tight end and a backup guard center. Like me, I bet you can barely contain your excitement. Welcome to Minnesota Sports Talk. I'm your host, David Shelsky, and you can follow me on Twitter at SkullWorld and at MN Sports Podcast. I don't know about you, but when Cousins was extended, I was expecting a plethora of contract restructures and more cap room, and here we are Thursday, the second day of free agency, officially, with players falling off the board, and we have no news of any players being restructured. Much like the Vikings, let's take a break from the action and listen to a word from our sponsors. Now let's talk about today's events. What started out promising is that the Vikings actually made a move or two. And that first move was Johnny Munt. He was an undrafted free agent out of Oregon in 2017. 6'4", 233 pounds. Pro football folk is great on him as 64.7. Um, there's not a whole lot of, you know, no, not a whole lot of stats available, but they did rate him a 64.7, which is borderline starter material according to their grade grading scale. Now, he tore his ACL in the sixth game of, of this past season, 2021. So he was he was not there for the Super Bowl run. However, he still gets a he still gets a Super Bowl ring. So he has as many catches in 2021 as he has a Super Bowl ring, which is one for nine yards. Uh I did I did see somewhere but I don't have it in front of me that he has a great uh, pass blocking or he, uh, you know b- blocking grades for uh, from Pro Football Focus. Now th- you know he's coming in as a backup. We lost Tyler Conklin. He's going to the Jets. Um so in in Conklin talked about how it's just bad timing the Vikings are strapper cash as far as the uh as, as far as the cap space goes and he just he re- regrets to t- say that he had to leave the Vikings he really liked it here and uh well he just had to go somewhere where they could afford him i think he's making like 7 million a year over 3 years or something like that um now Johnny Mont uh not as not as active in pass catching as Tyler Conklin was this past year. He caught 10 passes for 93 yards on 10 targets in his 47 career games since 2017. Uh, two years, 200, uh, two years, 2.45 million will be his contract once it becomes official. I think we still got to get under the cap. Um, I believe there's going to be a, Either was or will be a um, a uh, press conference on our signings from yesterday. Now, so that's Johnny Munt, blocking tight end for the Minnesota Vikings. Now there was some talk uh, about Kevin O'Connell before the twenty twenty one season, how he or twenty twenty season, I think, how he thought 
that Johnny Munt could extend the field. Now, there is a highlight out there shedding blocks and getting like 35 yards on one reception. Well, if that's the case, that's about one-third of his career yardage on one play. I th- but it's a pretty uh, pretty awesome. Uh, it's, it's on my Twitter, at Skoworld, if you want to go take a look. He has a really good highlight. I think that is his only highlight of his career. But, yes, sir. Well, you know, he doesn't look too bad of an athlete. Honestly, and he tested well at the combine for a tight end. You know, this we needed we needed someone um, backing up Herb Smith Jr. since Coughlin's gone. So this is an inexpensive, if you call two point four five million inexpensive over two years to back up Herb Smith Jr. And expect uh, more camp bodies or maybe someone late in the draft. We do have a tight end that could possibly, you know, come in, come back as our third tight end. But it is uh, it is reported that we do use a lot of 11 personnel. That means one running back, one tight end with the, uh, with the new offense. So we, a lot of times we'll have four wide receivers on the field. So a second tight end isn't going to be too necessary. So letting Conklin go and, you know, getting the tight end that we could use during running or rushing situations, you know, and, you know, the occasional second tight end, that this does make, does make sense. And I feel like I've talked way too much about Johnny Mont. So let's go, let's talk about Austin Schlotman. Apparently it's how you pronounce it. Austin Schlotman. 26-year-old center guard, 6'6", 300 pounds, undrafted free free agent out of TSU, sorry, TCU, one year, $1.035 million. Not bad for the fact that, you know, we do lose, we are going to lose, we did lose Mason Cole, and this is most likely a depth move, and it's a one-year contract, plays both center and guard. Both of our, you know, kind of weakest positions right now, you know, center and right guard. This this makes sense as a, a backup and you know someone who can you know, someone who could possibly make the team. We don't have a whole lot vested in them. It's only for one year. Now that's uh, you know, he spent three years with Denver with only seven starts. There's not a whole lot to go off of there. This um, his Vikings connection is that the Vikings offensive line coach was the assistant offensive line coach for Denver last year. So there is that connection. He knows who he is. Um, I think they were really looking just to fill in, you know, fill in some uh, backup positions, especially since we're going to be lo- we lost Dozier. We're going to lose Dozier. We're we're losing Mason. We already lost Mason Cole. So Austin Schlotman is going to be a Minnesota Viking. He is still young. Maybe there's some development still there that hasn't come out yet. He's, you know, he's not, for a center, 6'6", 300 pounds, that's, that's not bad size for a center. Guard is pretty average. Well, he's a little tall, 6'6", 300 pounds for guards, pretty, pretty tall. We have some left tackles and right tackles at that size, at least your lighter, uh, more nimble ones. But Austin Schlotman is going to be a Minnesota Viking backup center guard 
And that completes the big moves of the Minnesota Vikings. Now, here's who we lost. Vikings signing with new teams. Offensive line Mason Cole was agreed to a three-year deal with the Pittsburgh Steelers. He will not be back. I kind of hoped that was someone we could bring back, uh, potentially you know, push Bradbury at center or possibly start at right guard. Or take you know take over center and have Wyatt Davis you know, meet his expectations and take over that right guard position. So it was kind of hurts to see Mason Cole go, uh, but five and I think like five and a half million a year over three years. It's uh that was that was steep, not too steep obviously. Um, it's kind of the going rate right now for a player his his ability. He showed quite a bit of. Talent, uh, he's got good tape, and that's why he's getting a contract. Uh, safety Xavier Woods is also on his way out of Minnesota. He'll be sign- he signed a or will be signing a three-year deal with the Carolina Panthers. Um, believe it or not, X- Xavier Woods, I think he had over 100 tackles. He played well. There were some bad moments early on in the season where Viking fans weren't too happy with him, but he played relatively well he was a he was a good addition and he wasn't very expensive so losing xavier woods um does leave it open for bynum and we may be looking to have to bring in another safety maybe through the draft we've had luck drafting safeties late so you know they say they say safeties are a dime a dozen so i don't know if that's a real saying but i i just said it (laughs) so as expected, um, the tight end Tyler Conklin is leaving Minnesota. He signed a three-year, twenty-one million dollar deal with the New York Jets. Why? Why do we always have this connection with the Jets? Uh, but yeah, we're losing Tyler Conklin to the Jets. Good. Good luck to him. Now the Vikings that are not coming back and that haven't signed with another team yet. I think it's going to be official. You think officially the Vikings have called Dakota Dozier. And Mackenzie Alexander, that has been reported. You know, you never know. But I, we didn't think they were going to be back anyways, and I don't think the Vikings were hoping that either would be back, or Vikings fans were hoping either of these guys would be back. But it's been reported that Dozier and Alexander are not going to be back. Now, one person that has a chance to come back, I believe, and uh, if he sits tight long enough, and the Vikings get farther under the salary cap, we could actually sign him as uh, cornerbacks and offensive guards and centers just fly off the free agent board. Patrick Peterson still remains. Now, Chris Thomason reports that Patrick Peterson reiterated on his podcast that he wants to resign with the Vikings. I stand where I stood in December, he quoted. I loved everything about Minnesota. At the end of the day, the ball's in their court now if they want me back. He also said a couple of teams were interested, but he would not name them. And that's on his podcast. I, you know, I've heard him on the first time he said it, um, he, right after the season that he wanted to be back. I believe him. Uh, but let's move on to who we think may get restructured. I think it's a foregone conclusion that Adam Thielen is open to to being restructured. He kind of said as much after the season that he would be a part of that, um, referring to you know the cap movement that the Vikings would be doing. Adam Thielen said he'd probably be a part of that. 
it's it's you know he's a he's a Minnesota Viking. I think he wants to stay here. He's long in the tooth. Yeah, uh, he he's he, he wants to. I think he wants to retire here. He wants to stay here with his family. I think he'd do anything to stay here uh, within reason. So it, look for Adam Thielen to restructure. There's a couple guys that have some following on Twitter. Um, Rick Sosa from who's the founder of the Purple Code. It's a podcast. Adam Thielen's camp is working on a restructure with the Vikings. Well, Daniil Hunter's situation is a bit more complicated. We'll talk about that um, in a little bit here. Uh, Vikings Nation, 16,000 followers on Twitter also um, concurs. And Adam Thielen restructure is on the way to clear up some cap space. This has been reported, but hasn't happened yet. And that's what I thought would happen today is that before 4 o'clock, he, Adam Thielen would have, um, they would announce Adam Thielen's restructure. It hasn't happened yet. Are we waiting for Daniil Hunter? Well, there's some news about Daniil Hunter. That as a, that this was brought up by uh, Palacero, that as the Vikings try to sort out their cap situation, sources continue to say They've been trying to trade Daniil Hunter, who's got an $18 million roster bonus due on Sunday. Hunter has $25.83 million uh, cap figure. The Vikings need to clear space to make their new deal official. Their new deal's official. So all these deals the Vikings have made, where they signed four players, they're not official yet until we can get this cap space. Maybe one or two of them are so far. But we still need to get under the cap. Daniil Hunter is still looming large, apparently, Sunday. He's due $18 million. His cap hits 25. The Vikings, the Vikings, much like Cousins, were and are listening to offers for Daniil Hunter. Could I see them trading him? Yeah, at the right offer. I wouldn't take anything less than a first-round pick. It'd have, it'd have to be a good deal. Um, well, you know, first and a third, maybe at the most, um, or the least I would take maybe a, maybe a fourth or a, maybe a, a first, a fourth and a future pick next year, or, or even if there was a first and a third next year and maybe a lower sixth or seventh this year, I could see that being a good, good trade for Daniil Hunter considering he has had a couple seasons or he's lost to injury, but that he he's back. He made it back from that neck injury with top form. The pec injury is more of an easier injury to heal from. So he's got value. I don't think the Vikings want to sell themselves short. I think they're giving themselves enough time. Now, the CBS Sports so far, prior to the two signings today, have had given Minnesota Vikings a grade in the free agency, and that was a B. They said, you know, the Bills' defensive tackle Harrison Phillips, three-year, nineteen thousand or nineteen million, nineteen point five million dollar contract. And then Cardinals linebacker Jordan Hicks, two years, ten million, both. And I think there's a it goes up to twelve with incentives. Um, they say the the Vikings came with little money to spend, and Phillips is so-so investment as a replacement for Michael Pierce. I think a lot of people think that, but he is a pretty good run stuffer, and that's where the Vikings uh, were hurting. 
But they also go on to say that Hicks is an underrated leader for the middle of the rebuilding D alongside Eric Kendricks. Apparently, um, Hicks was a guy that, you know, led the team, made the calls, and then when he was getting replaced, he actually taught his replacement to or helped them with the play calling. He seemed like a really team-friendly guy. So does Phillips. These guys, I think, are culture fits that they were looking to get. They were looking for two guys. If we were going to lose some people, that we would bring in guys with really good character. So I think this is this, and they are productive players, and and a little bit younger than who we're losing. Now, got a few things to say. This is me. This is me talking now. That all is not lost. All is not lost. Once we get under the cap, players are actually getting released by other teams. Good players that, much like we're doing, may release a player. We did with Michael Pierce. Well, now he's available. Well, there's a you know two two offensive guards that are highly regarded got released today. So there are players that are are going to be coming available. And I think Quasey knows this. I think he's seen it in the past. We've seen it in the past where a player will become available later. And, de- and then after the draft even, there will be players that will be let go to sign their draft class or maybe they finally found their replacement, a younger, cheaper version of that. So there's a lot to be said about the patience. You see in baseball, Twins did it all the time, where they would wait till right before the season start and start making a couple signings for depth or a chance to make the team. And sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. But I am not, I'm not sold on what we're doing right now, but I can understand it because every day, Another player gets released, becomes available, and other and teams have spent their money, and they have less suitors, less competition. Some of these early contracts were crazy, especially if you're talking about Jacksonville. I think uh, Christian Kirk, $18 million a year, I think. Uh, that's insane. The guy never even caught 1,000 yards. So have patience, Vikings fans. I'm I'm just as frustrated as you, but I can see light at the end of the tunnel. There's some players we can bring back. There's some players that'll be out there. There'll be some players a week from now, two weeks, a month after the draft that will get released and may become available to us. Now, it is important that they have that flexibility. That's why you hear a lot about either Daniil uh, Hunter Getting that restructure, he's not going to take a pay cut. He's not going to do that. But a restructure can be money up front and and uh, put that over a few years and add a void, one or two void years or shorten the contract for him to where he become an, a free agent and get another big payday. So those things could be an incentive to, me, to him. He also could be saying, hey, I might as well work this contract because I've been hurt the past two years. The free agency may not be a good deal for me. Like, let let me get my money now, you know, why I can, and that, that could happen. Hey, here's your bonus. Let's, say I'm, let's 
spread it over five years. So this is um Daniil Hunter's in a good spot. The Vikings are in a good spot. They could free up cap space by extent, you know, by reworking Daniil Hunter's contract. At the same time, they're listening to offers from here to Sunday. Hopefully, tomorrow we see a uh, a restructure of Thielen, so we have some money to work with, or a, a restructure of one or two of our other players, so we have some money to work with. While we figure this out with Daniel Hunter, while we test the market up until Sunday when he's due that $18 million. So that's it for today, Viking fans. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting independent journalism. I'm David Shelsky. This is Minnesota Sports Talk. You can follow me on Twitter at SkoWorldNet and at MN Sports Podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you. See you next time.